0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A hearing on the current state of affairs in the beef industry failed to produce a consensus approach to fix a host of issues many see with the current market structure, In fact, some argued the current price disparities between packer and producer are part of predictable market activity. So, in my opinion, consistent with other peer-reviewed research, is when you have the shocks we've had, we would expect beef prices to go up and fed cattle prices to go down. That is what we've seen. The magnitude of what we've experienced stands out, and in many ways that's because the life experience that I hope we're on the end of has been very unique. That's Glenn Tonzer, an economist with Kansas State University. He and others expressed concern at the hearing about legislative proposals that would mandate certain aspects of cash trade within the beef industry. But the cyclical arguments didn't sit well with U.S. Cattlemen's Association Vice President and South Dakota auctioneer and producer Justin Tupper.
1: I don't disagree that there are cycles. But as we look back through the history of uh, the cycles, how many farms and ranches and how many small feedlots do we have to lose every time we go through a cycle because it's just another cycle? And through that cycle, the big four corporate packers get filthy rich, and we squeeze out the small guy. And time after time, if you look through history, we have squeezed out the smaller guy. And bigger is not always better.
0: Tupper argued the alternative marketing agreements favored by some of the witnesses at the hearing were not the only way to improve prices for producers. The top Republican on the House Ag Committee says he's open to a discussion on disaster relief legislation that stops short of interfering with crop insurance. Committee Chair and Georgia Democrat David Scott has suggested he wants to pursue a more permanent disaster relief solution for producers and move away from the ad hoc approach. Speaking today at a House Ag subcommittee hearing, Pennsylvania Republican Glenn Thompson said he's
2: willing to discuss the idea. Chairman Scott has made several comments about needing to work on disaster assistance for our producers, and I agree with him. The past several years have shown us how costly and inefficient ad hoc assistance can be. Rather than wait for an act of Congress, farmers need reliable assistance that only a standing program can provide, and there is no better example of a program that responds quickly when needed than crop insurance.
0: He says he'd want the assistance to fit within some parameters.
2: I have three guiding principles for any potential standing disaster program. Number one, it must complement, not compete with crop insurance. Number two, it should be easy to implement. And number three, it should be reliable and respond quickly to disaster events. Uh, If Chairman Scott is willing to work within those three principles, I really very much look forward to work with him to craft the best policy possible.
0: Ben Nully has a deeper look at the conversation surrounding permanent disaster relief in his story on agripulse.com. Finally today, weather issues have Western ag leaders concerned. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more.
3: Weather forecasts are showing heat will scorch the west into early July. Western Growers President and CEO Dave Puglia says produce growers in western states are having a tough time right now.
4: Again, it depends what part of, of those states you are farming in, but I think uh, for many of them, they'll be able to stand stand on their two feet and get through this year, mostly relying on groundwater reserves and on transfers from other ag districts, irrigation districts, or from other parts of the state.
3: Puglia says if the drought continues another year with the same conditions, there will be a large loss of production.
4: But even this year, we've already seen a, quite a number of our members plowing acreage under the ground, especially on annual crops, to be able to deploy that water to their permanent crops and that's, that's going to have an economic impact for sure. The
3: Western Growers Association represents local and regional family farmers growing fresh produce in Arizona, California, Colorado, and New Mexico. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nulli. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The estate tax forced a teenage Anne Margaret Hughes to choose between her college savings and saving the farm. Unless Congress eliminates the estate tax or at least makes a higher exemption permanent, many more farm families will be forced to do the same. Learn more at fb.org.
0: That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.